you the latest thinking and developments from the international B2B marketing space, this is BBN Mixtape. And mixing it up for us today is Anol Bhattacharya. Hello friends, welcome to another episode of BBN Mixtape. We are going to discuss today SEO for B2B marketers. Search engine optimization might be an old topic, but still is one of the most critical customer acquisition channels for B2B companies. Having strong organic visibility across all stages of the buying cycle is a proven way to accelerate growth. B2B marketers need to understand how SEO fits into their buyer's purchase journey, set appropriate SEO objectives, and adjust their strategy to search behaviors or channel developments. But when it comes to putting together a B2B SEO strategy, where do you start? Let's ask our guest today, Sonia Vogue, content expert from WOB Germany. Sonia, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, it sounds very interesting. All right. So uh, please let our audience know who you are and what you do. Yeah, like you already said, I'm a content expert at WOB. Uh, just to give you a quick idea here, um, my daily tasks, uh, of course, include content creation, content optimization, but also things like uh, information architecture, as well as the editorial supervision for online magazines or blogs, always uh, paying attention to criteria such as SEO, target groups, user experience, and of course, an overarching content strategy. Sounds great. So uh, let's let's start that as a very baby steps. And um, <laughs> SEO is SEO, right? So um, Google doesn't differentiate between content to content. This is B2B or B2C. But then why or is there any difference between B2B SEO and B2C SEO? Yeah, you're correct. There is no... Uh, algorithm especially made for B2B content, that's right. But um, as B2B is different from B2C in many aspects and areas, SEO is no expectation. Um, one of the many differences, uh, for example, lies within the keywords themselves. While um, search volumes in B2C can be quickly very high, the search volumes in B2B are usually much, much lower. So it's it's not uncommon that the search volume of seemingly relevant keywords tends towards zero. Uh, and there are simply far fewer people searching for lubricant bottling plant than for lifestyle products such as makeup or clothing. So yeah, that seems pretty obvious and natural, but brings us to another point that's very different between B2B and B2C SEO, the buyer persona. Um, with B2B SEO, you try reaching whole buying centers rather than just a singular person, which means you have to cater to varying search behaviors within this target group. This requires more in-depth key um, keyword research and also needs to be reflected in the content created with SEO in mind. Um, and another difference between B2B and B2C SEO relates to the ranking factors of backlinks. Uh, just to clarify here, having reputable websites linked to your site improves your rankings. So uh, generally speaking, B2C companies have more opportunities to uh, generate high quality backlinks 
Um, in B2B, potential link providers are rare, but not impossible to find. Companies can create backlinks via their customers, partners or suppliers' websites, for example, or create expert content like interviews to be featured in specialized journals, for example. Yeah, so all these differences must be taken into account when creating a B2B SEO strategy. Excellent. So uh, let's uh, let's hear from you, like before going into the nuts and bolts of the SEO. So mm -hmm. what are the common misconceptions you hear from your clients, from your colleagues who are not in very familiar with uh, SEO, that uh, some very um, absolute misconception, which is maybe long obsolete, <laughs> but you hear constantly from your client or colleagues? I wouldn't say constantly, but there actually are, I think, two misconceptions that come immediately to mind. Um, one of them being uh, that, and I touched on this briefly uh, just before, um, the misconception that only high search volumes matter. And this is the only, the, the most important thing about SEO are high keywords, search volumes. Um, because what people, people fail to see here is that with high search volumes, we're generally speaking about very generic keywords like plastic, for example. Let's put plastic as an example. Um, not only are those keywords often more fitting for B2C purposes, but the problem also is the more generic the keyword, the more competitive the environment on Google. So, or, or any other search uh, engine, for example, but Google's of course the most obvious. Um, this means it's, it's harder to rank on a good position for these keywords. So let's say you're an absolute SEO wizard and you're able to make your B2B company's website. Um, let's pretend you make packaging from a certain plastic. Um, and you make your website rank on position two for the generic keyword plastic. What's going to happen? Well, your traffic's going through the roof. That's good, right? <laughs> but what do you think? How many of the many, many visitors uh, that are going to visit your website are really interested in your product? Chances are they were just looking for short definition on Wikipedia and not a packaging solution. So uh, in summary, targeting high volume keywords is not only particularly difficult because of the high competition, but you also run the risk of attracting the wrong people. So you invest time and money, you see an increase in traffic, but what you won't see are conversions. And in the end, these are what matters. Right. Uh, yeah. I... So that's why. Oh, no, go sorry. Ahead, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. I thought you finished. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I just um, had another thought. So, um, yeah, that's actually why, especially in the B2B universe, uh, search volumes is not what matters most. But instead, it can be in, can be worthwhile and more efficient to optimize for more specific so-called long-tail keywords with low volume. Um, this usually fits the search intention much better. And yeah, that's that's the first misconception, uh, misconception down. Um, I think the second one that comes to mind immediately is that uh, SEO can be seen as a kind of cure-all <laughs> when it's actually not. Um, of course, SEO is really important to get your brand out there, to get people to know you. After that, it really depends on your content, your website, your brand image, your products. 
um, yeah, if a prospect ends up buying from you. So it's the overall picture that matters. SEO, of course, is a big part in that, but it can't make up for serious shortcomings in other areas all by itself. Yeah, and, and so. content quality <laughs> matters because also it's about the long click versus the short click, right? So if you click on a Google result yeah. and come to the site and uh, immediately return back to the results, Google penalize you. So that's uh, definitely important in the experience side also. And, and not only content experience right. uh, in terms of page load and other things. But we will touch on that a little bit later. Let's uh, start from the beginning. You already started with that. That is the keyword selection, <laughs> right? And, and, and there, there are a couple right. of things we need to discuss. That how do you do the research and recommendation of the, uh, to the stakeholders about the long tail keywords as well as high volume keywords and uh, also if the high volume keywords is uh, not uh, possible its difficulty level is too high uh, to be ranked mm -hmm. in google first page or say and uh, then uh, what are the alternative options like that's what i will ask you that what you do in terms of keyword research and what do you recommend Mm -hmm. Yeah, all those points you made are, are very valid and true. Um, yeah, you can say that uh, the the keyword research for B2B is definitely more complicated um, and uh, in-depth. Um, why with B2C keywords often are quite obvious. Um, they are not in B2B. For example, um, people are looking for black evening dress, so they type in black evening dress. Simple as that. But um, yeah, in B2B prospects are having certain problems they try to find a solution to. And sometimes they may not even be aware that a product or service to fix that problem uh, already exists or they don't know the technical terms for it. So um, what you have to do there in order to find the keywords that attract potential customers is to really dig deep. You have to penetrate complex B2B topics to understand the problem that businesses face to imagine how they are looking for the solution. The how is the important part here. Um, yeah, you have to really put yourself in their shoes. And uh, to do so, it's uh, very important to exchange closely with uh, sales or product owners. They can offer useful insights into the decision-making process this is especially valuable information since instead of a single uh, buying persona, an entire buying center is involved. And uh, for example, sales probably knows how someone Googles um, who does not know the technical term for product. They, they know the way around, uh, the workaround people put into the search bar when they're looking for a solution. So this is a very good uh, starting point um, to have a first selection of keywords. And then uh, from there, um, I, for example, check for relevance, ranking potential, competitors and related search terms using uh, tools just like um, Systrix, for example, and Answer the Public. And based on this research, I then uh, narrow it down to the most promising keywords to recommend to the stakeholders. Because, um, yeah, in the end, high volume, high search volume is not what matters most, but it's not completely irrelevant. Now, when I, when I compare keywords of course, if I have the same difficulty for a keyword, I'm going to choose the one with the high search volume. It's easy as that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I, I, let me give you the one example. Recently, we were asked mm -hmm. by one company that uh, they want to rank for hybrid cloud. Now, this is not a very high search volume in compared to B2C, but in the mm -hmm. relevant uh, part, uh, hybrid cloud itself is a quite competitive uh, keyword, right? So one yeah. of the thing we came up with that we might not be able to rank as a textual content, but sometimes we forget that uh, Google, how they arrange the search result, um, and, and especially if you're logged in in Google or uh, if you are, um, at least the geolocation is known, it is, show, it is showing you that not only the textual result, it is also showing you the images, it is also showing mm -hmm. you the videos, and uh, oftentimes we forget that the world's second largest search engine is YouTube. So that is another part. So if the medium part for the, I will say fathead keywords, <laughs> the high volume keyword, uh, if you can't rank within the, uh, within the text, uh, in Google, you can find other creative ways, but yeah, um, sure, but... yeah I think I, <laughs> yeah, so, go ahead. Yeah, it's it's all about building content around the keyword. You will have problems if you just want to optimize your website or your landing page to rank for this keyword. But if you have the possibility to, for example, create content in a blog around it or make video content for YouTube, then your chances of uh, ranking for said keyword uh, are going to be higher. Um, but uh, just because you uh, mentioned YouTube here, uh, yeah, YouTube search results show up in Google, but um, YouTube actually uses a different search uh, algorithm. Uh, they take into account different uh, different aspects, different ranking factors in Google, because of course the medium is different. Um, so they also have the opportunity to uh, listen to what people are saying in video and then have the video uh, rank, um, yeah, respectively. Yeah. So um, this this differs. So if you type in, I don't know, <laughs> let's stay with the black evening dress. <laughs> I don't know why you should uh, put black evening dress into YouTube, but if you do, you do. Okay. So um, maybe uh, position one is going to be another video than on Google position one, mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just as a side note there. Yeah, absolutely. And all search ranking algorithms are different and YouTube is also different. But uh, in mm -hmm. case you are really com competing in a very crowded uh, keyword uh, space, uh, you can experiment with multiple different formats. Uh, yeah, I think more thing. B2B businesses should look into uh, YouTube SEO as well. Because, mm -hmm. uh, like you said, it's the second largest search engine on the world. Um, and especially for B2B, where we have a lot of products that are very, yeah, abstract, I guess. <laughs> it's it's uh, a great opportunity to have them shown in a video and to, yeah, explain them to, um, to potential customers through this medium. Absolutely. Uh, before I move on to the next question, uh, I will ask you that you, you mentioned two tools you use for mm -hmm. keyword research. Um, uh, for me, I used, or me or my team used uh, Moz or ACM Rush. Mm -hmm. You mentioned something different. Could you please uh, mention that once again? Yeah, uh, sure. 
Um, Systrex is the one tool we use the most um, for our agency uh, because SEMrush is great. Uh, we also use SEMrush. Uh, I think that's the most popular and widely known. Um, mm -hmm. But um, since we do a lot of SEO work for German content, it's very helpful right. to have Systrix because the database for um, for Germany is bigger there. So Systrix is a wow. very good tool for, for German content optimization. Yeah. And the Great. other tool I mentioned is Answer the Public, which is just a, a web-based tool. Uh, you can use to uh, type in a question and it's going to show you uh, um, similar search queries um, just to give you an idea of how mm -hmm. people search for certain things. Great. Thank you very much. Let's uh, let's move on to the next topic. And this, uh, this should be closer to your heart. <laughs> that uh, life of uh, an SEO expert uh, is much tough now, like uh, from compared to like 10 years ago. Um, on-page SEO is almost like no relevance. There is relevance in hygiene, but I'm just saying in generally not much of importance is given. Um, and it depends mainly on backlinks and uh, not very little on on-page SEO. Meta keywords are dead and there is no influence of social into the search uh, ranking. So how marketers should even try, why marketers should even try for going for SEO and how they should approach this issue? <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's a good question um, because it's, it's depending on how you, uh, how you wrap your head around the topic on-page SEO. Does on-page SEO simply mean keyword stuffing? Then yeah, I agree, it's dead. <laughs> and it's good it's dead. <laughs> You're because right. we can we can leave this in the past it's done nothing for the for the user it's done nothing for any brands um it was just some content farms that benefited from it and um yeah uh it's good that's in the past so um you can also see content creation and creating high quality content as on page seo because it's on the page. <laughs> so um, actually content and high quality content especially is one of the most important uh, things when it comes to SEO and ranking on Google. Because uh, actually Google's goals is to always um, yeah, uh, present users with the most fitting content. They want them to find their answers as quickly as possible. They want to satisfy their needs. So that's a very user-centric approach, I guess. Um, and with that said, it's very important to, to cater towards this, to have content that really answers the user's questions. And with this, you have to, to plan to have a, a comprehensive strategy on which content you have to put forward on which time in the customer journey um, for which search queries um, to fit exactly that. Um, so, yeah, I guess backlinking is another topic, but, but content is never going to die. So 
going to put this bold statement out there. I guess you can't stand hearing uh, any more uh, content is king, but I'm going to say it because it's true. <laughs> um, well, you you uh, you most probably not very much familiar with uh, our company. Get it? Uh, our main business is content, so that is what we do. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, that's, that's why I said you probably can't hear it anymore because everyone says it. <laughs> no, no, especially no. the I, ones I, working I strongly, with it. Yeah, I, I strongly believe that too. Uh, but here, here is my question: So, you creating uh, useful content? You're uh, creating content which matches the user query. But how you do that? When you do that? Basically, that when you are doing your content strategy, is the SEO is part of that strategy or SEO should be an afterthought how you fit in the content into that? Mm, SEO, I think, should never be an afterthought because uh, when planning the content, you also have the keywords in mind. So you, for example, you can look which keywords are relevant um, the way I described it earlier. And then going on from this keyword set you identified, you can then identify relevant topics. And ideally you deduce topic ideas suitable for different stages um, of the marketing funnel to guide your customers through it. And um, yeah, so um, this way you can use your SEO analysis um, and your keyword research to build on this and to use it for your content creation. So I, I think it's really interwoven. You can't separate content from SEO, in my opinion. Um, and of course, you have to uh, think about using the right keywords in your text, but this is going to um, come naturally because when you deduce the topic from the keyword, you're going to use the keyword. So. Um, without having to forcefully uh, do some on-page SEO in the sense we talked about before, it's going, it's going to come naturally. You're going to produce the content and with this uh, do some SEO work for your website. Great. Um, it seems like we are reaching the limit of the episode, <laughs> but I'm going to ask you one last question sure. anyway. So is there any, uh, any influence of good SEO practices to the SEM strategy? Hmm. So is there mm -hmm. any search engine optimization affects the search engine marketing strategy? Um. I know I didn't <laughs> ask you that before yeah. and I'm throwing you in the deep down into no the problem, water. No problem, no worries. No worries, that's real life, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I think it, it totally does, um, because, uh, of course we're, we're looking especially at, uh, SEA here because the one part we already discussed SEO, the other part is SEA. So, um, how does SEO in, um, influence SEA is, um, in my opinion, relevant because you can see with your SEO strategy which which keywords are maybe too hard to optimize for and instead of going for it the seo route you're going to the sea route and just place some ads there instead um that's one way of, of viewing it because uh if you rank for a keyword on position number one it doesn't really make any sense to uh 
yeah, uh, spend some more money on SEA yeah. uh, for the same keyword. Yeah. So, um, what I think also influences uh, is um, the keyword um, choosing the keyword for SEA because it's. It, in my opinion, it's better to check for the keywords in, in tools like Systric or Sumrush instead of the uh, keyword planner of Google, because Google actually, um, yeah, they uh, have sometimes they put too high, <laughs> to the numbers they put are too high uh, <laughs> yeah. because they want you to pay more money. It's simple as that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a normal thing. So we almost always suggest that don't use the keywords tool. Uh, always use something yeah, just like double Moz, check. Uh, which used to be SEMOs. Yeah, just double check because that's mm -hmm. going on. But um, I think I think that was an excellent conversation. Thank you, Thank you Sonia, for have, sharing some great insights uh, with our listeners today. And uh, really appreciate this. And we should continue this conversation in, in a future episode. I think there are lot of things Absolutely. we didn't cover. But <laughs> next, this time we, we, we approached the tongue thing from um approach the thing from seo to content next time we are going to deal with the actual content it's great how about that i'm looking forward to it yeah? all right that's all for today folks until the next episode stay safe <laughs> and happy marketing bye bbn mixtape is a production of bbn subscribe from your favorite podcatcher for episode transcripts links and more if you like this show give us a nice five-star rating it's how you can help more marketers find us. Thank you, and we will talk in the next episode.